Welcome to day four of our look together through Romans chapter seven in our daily drive time devotions. We're looking at uh, our relationship as believers in Jesus Christ to, to the law. Uh, we looked yesterday at the fact that I have to understand the law and what it really is, that it is good. But also in Romans chapter seven, verses 15 to 20, we see that I also have to be honest about myself. Remember yesterday we talked about the fact that the law is spiritual. Well, Romans 7, 15 to 20 reminds us that we are unspiritual. I can't win in my battle against sin, in my desire to grow as a Christian, if I try to make the law less than it is, try to make it ungood or unspiritual, but I neither can win if I try to make myself more than I am, somebody who can do it on my own strength or, or energy. Now, Paul is writing, as he writes the book of Romans, a letter that will change history. And as he, as he writes that letter, he talks about the spiritual attack that Satan brings into all of our lives as God is changing the history of our lives. It might be that right now you recognize Satan is attacking you because he fears the result of your faith. You're under attack not because you're so weak, but because of the fact that you might become so strong in faith. And Satan hopes that by defeating you, he will defeat many, many others. Now, I gotta tell you at the very beginning as we look at Romans 7, 15 to 20, that there's a lot of disagreement about these verses. Uh, people wonder because of certain things that Paul says, certain phrases he uses. Is Paul talking about himself before he was a believer or after? Is he talking about somebody different? Is he talking about somebody from history? Well, without going into a lot of technical details, I'll tell you what I believe. I believe that Paul is talking about his struggle with sin beginning before he became a believer and continuing after. He's talking about himself because he uses the pronoun I again and again and again throughout. He's also talking about the common experience of us all. Anytime you come to moments of disagreement with Scripture, I think it's important, as I study God's Word, to always make the best, most common sense of it. And as Paul talks about I and his struggles here, that's the best, most common sense. Now, if you want to do further study in this, you're going to see that there's a few phrases that Paul uses that you think, well, how could he have said that before, now that he's a believer? And I agree with that. There's a few things that make me scratch my head a little bit here. But the most best common sense to me is that Paul is talking about the spiritual experience that we all have in trying to grow in Christ. I believe you'll recognize yourself as we look at these verses. Paul's story here is everybody's story. It's the story of Adam and Eve. It's the story of Paul. It's the story of us. Paul's description here is somewhat of a legalistic Christian, any of us who try to live the self-powered Christian life. And as he talks about the self-powered Christian life, he reminds us that the problem is within us, not within the law. He talks about the confusion that he has because he's unspiritual. In verse 15, he expresses that confusion by saying, I don't understand. Verse 15 reads, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. To be a, a slave to sin at any moment means that sin is dominating my life. And Paul is talking about that experience here with, with this cry, I don't understand myself. You know, it's okay to admit that. It really is. I don't understand why I did that. I don't understand why I'm acting the way that I am. It's important even to admit that. If you have a, a car that has a problem and you don't know how to fix it, the best thing to do is to say, I don't understand how to fix that. I want that car in the hands of somebody who does understand how. If you pretend that you understand, you're just gonna do worse damage. The question isn't whether you understand yourself or not. The truth is we all come to these moments where we say, I don't understand what I do. 
The question isn't whether you understand yourself. That's, a, that's the question of psychology, and it will never be answered. The question is whether you put yourself in the hands of a God who does understand you. That's the question of theology, and you can find the answer to that question because God does understand. And Paul talks about the fact I'm unspiritual, and he says that's, that's scene number one in the fact that I don't understand in verse 15. And then in verses 15 to 17, rereading that first verse, he says, not only don't I understand, I can't control my actions. Verse 15 again, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but sin living in me. He talks about two problems here. Problems are going to probably sound very familiar to you. What I want to do, I don't do. What I don't want to do, I do. We all have this inner resistance to the right way of life. We start a day saying, today things are going to be different. And we end the day saying, well, nothing's changed. Do you have to live with that frustration gap, that gap between what could be and, and what you are? Can things change? Paul says that they can God says that they can through Jesus Christ. By the way, Paul says, as he talks about the fact that we can't control our actions, this very feeling of struggle that we have is agreement that the law is good. The struggle wouldn't be there if we didn't agree somehow internally that what God says to do is the right thing to do. The problem isn't the law. It's me. We live in a day where some people want to solve problems by changing the law. Now, some laws are poorly written. I'll agree with that. But isn't it just possible the problem's not with the law? It's us. It's us. Paul says, I don't understand. Number two, he says, I cannot control my actions. And number three, he says in verses 18 to 20, here's why I'm unspiritual. I don't have the power to change. I see this, but I don't have the power to change this. Verses 18 to 20. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what's good, but I can't carry it out. For what I do is not the good that I, I want to do. No, the evil that I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Now, Paul is not blaming sin for his actions there. He is owning sin. He's being real about the fact that sin lives in him, and he doesn't have the power to change his life on his own. He's saying here that the law of sin is like the law of gravity. It inevitably drags me down. And if that's the only law I have in my life, I am inevitably going to be drugged down. It does not have to be the only law. If you've ever done anything you didn't want to do, and who hasn't? Who hasn't? Verse 20 says that is proof positive that you have a problem you can't solve on your own. If you've ever done anything you didn't want to do, we can't solve the problem on our own because it just continues. Now, tomorrow we're going to talk about the solution. But first, you and I have to be honest with God about our confusion. And I'd like to take a few extra moments in our prayer today. I'd like to read for you in prayer a paraphrase of Romans chapter 7, verses 15 to 20 from the message paraphrase. And as I read this, let's affirm to God in our hearts and minds this truth, this honest truth about ourselves. You might even pray this back to God. God, what I don't understand about myself is that I decide to act one way 
and then I act another, doing things that I absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious, God, that your commands are necessary. But I need something more. For I know the law, but I still can't keep it. And and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I really don't do it. I instead decide to do bad. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. And then, not praying from the paraphrase now, but just your heart to God. Jesus, I don't want to live there. I don't want to stay there. And that is not the life that you have made me to live. Through the freedom of grace, through freedom from the law, through the power of your love and your spirit, something new and different can happen in my life. God, help me not to be a person who settles for frustration. Help me instead to be a person who lives out who lives out looking forward to the victory that I have in Jesus Christ. A person who instead of living with frustration lives by faith. Lord, I can only do that one day at a time, one moment at a time. Help me to choose that this day, this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 